Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the AIM Sisters podcast. We're here today with your hosts, Anna and Maria Setting, bringing your favorite twin talk of the week. And we're sorry we missed last week, but we're back. And we wanted to talk about something really interesting that is happening next week, actually. And it's about the pagan holiday, Mabon. And this is to celebrate the, the fall equinox or the autumn equinox. And they say it's kind of a witchy holiday because a lot of pagans celebrate this. And I thought it was a good idea to complement her video about Ostara because Ostara was the video about the spring equinox. So we wanted to wrap it up. The wheel of the year, not the end yet, but like the second harvest is Mabon. So we wanted to talk a little bit about this and give you some witchy tips of how to celebrate this and other connections to other harvest festivals. So yeah. Yeah, so Mambon is considered to be a pagan holiday and one of the Sabbaths, and they have eight weekend Sabbaths during the year. So it's a beautiful time to celebrate um, by yourself with, with your friends if they also are interested about um, different traditions such as weekend or Celtic traditions. And as we know, the equinox is the time of the year when we have the same amount of time during the day and night. So it's a beautiful opportunity to cultivate this energy of balance, equilibrium, and finding harmony in our lives. And as this is the second one, um, it also represents the second harvest, right? So during those periods of light and during the summer days, we had we put a lot of work into the things we wanted to um, come into fruition in our lives or back in the days or even nowadays some people working in the fields, right? And now we have the opportunity to see um, all the fruits of our labors and to celebrate that we have the crops and we have all the food that we have nowadays to um, survive during winter, right? Mm -hmm. So this is specifically if you're living in the Northern Hemisphere, if you're living in the Southern Hemisphere is the opposite, then you would be celebrating um, yeah, Ostara, like we talked during spring over here. Yeah, so if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you can definitely check our video about Ostara and get some tips of how you can celebrate this. But actually, you know, some people, they decide to celebrate in the traditional way, which is the Northern Hemisphere way, because it's a Celtic tradition. So some people in the South still celebrate uh, Mabon, but if you prefer to follow the rhythm of Mother Nature, then we'll be a star for you. Do you want to tell them a little bit about the mythology or history behind Mabon? So, apparently Mabon was the name of the, the son of a Welsh god. So, he was the son of Earth Mother Goddess, so the son of Mother Earth itself. And maybe that's why this name is representing this period of time where we have um, the fruition of our work, right? What Mother, Mother, um, Mother Nature has given us during these times that we've been working on. So do you want to say anything else about the name, Mambo? Or what yes, else do you want to yeah. say? So like my sister said, is he's the son of, mo like, son of Mother that is Earth. And but in the history, in the mythology, they say that as a baby he got trapped in the underworld. And I think this has great parallels to Greek mythology as well, because 
if you think about the history of Persephone, that she is spring and flowers and all this that we also talked about in our spring video, uh, when she went to the underworld and her mother, Demeter, got so sad that, and she's the goddess of harvest and all those things. So when she got super depressed and sad um, about the loss of her child, Persephone, she couldn't produce anything. So autumn began. So, and the leaves start falling and it's like this whole cycle. So it's interesting to see how the same like storyline behind those like mythologies, they go on throughout different cultures. I found this very fascinating. And, but yeah, the Greek goddess, the matter is also connected to the autumn harvest. And it's really interesting to see this connection. I think it's also a beautiful opportunity to learn how to celebrate the darkness as well, right? And to recognize that our lives are not only summer times, they're not always uh, happy and full of sunshine, but it's, it's a part of a cycle to go through the dark phase in our lives, in our year, right? And to have this time of rest and regeneration. So... Because it's the beginning of, of fall, many people say that during the celebration of the equinox of Mabong, it's a really beautiful time to also think about things that you want to leave behind or that you no longer need, like the, the leaves in the tree, that they will fall down and it's part of the cycle. So if there's anything that you want to let go of or, you know, some area of your life that needs a little bit more balance and you feel ready to let go of something, this is a great time to set the intention to do that. And to, you know, have a little time of rest and regeneration and to start incorporating those new energies that the colder times are bringing us. Yeah, and I think, if you think about, like, even in the past, how the celebration started, it was like a harvest celebration, right? So after putting all the work throughout the year and planting the seeds, seeing it growing and finally harvesting it, you worked so hard, you know, to make an abundant crop and to see the fruition of all those things. So I think we can use it as an as analogy to our hard work as well. Um, in the pagan will of the year, actually it's coming to an end because Halloween is kind of the end of the, the cycle. Uh, that is That would be Halloween for people that is also coming. Uh, but I think this moment of the equinox is a great moment to celebrate all the things you accomplished. So it's about equilibrium, of course, the same amount of light and, and darkness share the sky equally. But I think also a great exercise would be to do like counting your blessings or like gratitude, even if it's a list or you can put it in a lucky jar, like counting, literally putting all the things, all the good things, all the accomplishments that happen, you can put in that jar and say, oh my gosh, how lucky. Look at my harvest, you know. That can be your personal harvest and it still like keep pushing and moving you towards the rest of the year. Say all those great things happened to me. So of course, lots more is to come. And also a moment to acknowledge your hard work, like in the past. Yeah, but I would also add that it's nice to do that, to count your blessings and all the things that you you harness throughout the year and things that you have now. But maybe it's also a good, a good time to do the opposite as well, 
kind of the opposite. Not not like the unlucky things, but things that you think reached a completion in your life. And, you know, things that you want to have the same energy of fall in your life. You know? Oh, yeah. So, but I don't think it's exactly the opposite, you know, because like things you want to shed, things you want to let go, they don't no longer serve you. But I think counting blessings is something different. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm saying like, it's not the same thing. Another thing that could be done is also this, you know, uh, recognizing the things that reach completion in your life. Um, Another thing that people who practice, um, who are Wiccans, they do sometimes is spells on protection during this time to protect you during winter or during the dark times. And also, maybe I heard some people doing some for confidence as well during this time. So I guess everyone can adapt to their own situation, what they're needing right now. But probably if you sink yourself into the rhythm of nature, you're going to be feeling like, you know, you want a little bit more of introspection in your life, perhaps, or this time of um, resting to replenish yourself. So I guess you just have to listen to what's going on within you and, you know, give it a little bit of attention. Some people, they also practice different kinds of meditation during this time to bring this balance into their lives, you know, sinking into the energy of the equinox. So it's a great opportunity to do many things. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of symbology around many things. So if you're more of a, if you celebrate the pagan holidays in a more traditional way, you would like to incorporate some of the Mabon symbols which are things that exist in nature already. Like what is the crops that are yielding this time? And so some of the symbols can be squash, corn, beans, also apples and pumpkins and all those things we see that is also connected to like fall recipes and also Halloween, like carving pumpkins and all those stuff. So I think it's nice. Some people use apples to do spells as well. Um, if you're into that, go for it. <laughs> the good ones, please. <laughs> and I think it's nice, like the symbology of little things that happen during this time. So, for example, acorns are also a symbol of this equinox period in Mabal. And I saw a really nice thing about acorns, like they represent so many different things. They can represent prosperity, money, like youthfulness, abundance, good luck. And so people can collect those little acorns and put them under their pillows or something like this and to protect them and to, you know, keep them, bringing them good luck and prosperity. Um, But yeah, there's... Go ahead. I was just about the apple. Um, When you cut the apple in half, you can see that where, where the seeds are, it forms a little pentagram. And this was a symbol that we can also celebrate it because it represents the the elements like air, fire, earth, water, and spirit, the five elements. And that's why apple is really um, a symbol of the second harvest of the year. And some other people other people use the cornucopia or the 
horn of, you know, um, plenty of vegetables and fruits they would put in a horn to represent the second harvest as well. And it was called the horn of plenty. So it's also something that you can use if you are into that. Or you can make a little altar with all those things. Um, with colors that represent fall and with the fruits and vegetables of the season. That's right. Everything has a different energy. And I think um, it's in the air, literally. Like when it's summertime, I think people tend to get very excited and people wear bright colors, this and that. And then when fall comes, people start to get more cozy and like, tending toward, towards warmer tones because nature is also becoming all orangey and like detaching itself from the freshness it had. So I think we see a level of maturity as well. Even in ourselves, like even when we play in our ear, like we had this big list of things we want to do and, you know, accomplishments we want to have. So I think at this time, we kind of see a maturity of a cycle. It's not as fresh, it's not as exciting because some of those plans you probably started doing so you can see the results. Some other plans you realize, actually, I don't really want this and you can let go. So I think it's a really middle ground so that you can assess where you are in life. And yes, you can use those other elements to help you in the process. Because sometimes we just pass through life. I think that's one of the problems nowadays with our society in general. Like we just live our lives without putting any meaning or thought into anything so it's like whatever I'm leaving but it's like you don't have those meaningful uh, stop points for you to consider or for you to remember to give blessings or remember to say thank you remember to celebrate remember to all those things and in the past this was done in community nowadays it's like if you want to do this all right you do it by yourself um of course, we still have some holidays that we celebrate collectively, which I think is really good. But I think it's nice when you try to incorporate those those things that make sense to you. It might not be from your own tradition, right? Like, obviously, I'm not Celtic. But if what they're doing at some point makes sense into my own life right now, I think it's interesting to understand why they've done it or how we can do it into you today. Yeah, and I think it's, like you said, many traditions, they have similar celebrations or similar things because it's all about sinking into the rhythms of nature, right? Like if you see all the maybe native people, they always were in tune with, you know, the cycles of nature. And it's not really, oh, it's all about the, the Celtic tradition or this and that, but I guess everyone can tune into that and relearn how to reconnect with this and maybe you can even talk about it with your friends or family and instant you know give some incentive for them to also take this time to reflect and to celebrate to celebrate life itself and the cycles of life mm -hmm. um perhaps when, when we start noticing those little changes you know in our environment we can also notice those changes in our lives and recognize that it's natural to have the cycle of going up and down. And it's a process of 
regeneration as well. So I totally agree. I think it would be nice to give some other examples, like parallel things that are happening around this time of the year. So I live in South Korea right now, and as you all know, <laughs> and we have a very big holiday coming up, and it's going to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So it's like this three-day holiday, actually two, but they just put them all together, called Chuseok. And Chuseok means it's kind of a Thanksgiving, Korean Thanksgiving is the main holiday for them in the entire year. It's the most important. So I think it has like the importance of Christmas would have for us. And it's the time of the year that they celebrate in the past was called Hankawi. And it celebrated a harvest festival, actually. And this doesn't follow a regular calendar. It changes because it follows the lunar calendar as well. So it's like the equinox is not fixed. It follows each year, each place falls in a different uh, time and day. So yes. for, hmm? I was just agreeing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's really interesting how, you know, we're talking about the fall equinox and how Mabon exists. But I also thought about the parallel with Chuseok because they also have very interesting traditions and it goes back like hundreds of years. And they not only celebrate the harvest itself, but they also celebrate their ancestors. So there's a lot of meaning, thing, meaningful things happening during that holiday. And until nowadays, people use this time to go back to their hometowns and visit like family graves. And they do memorials, ancestor, ancestor memorial service. And they each of those things have a different thing, have different names. So for example, the memorial thing is called Chari. But they also have other things like to visit the graves and to clean the graves. And some of those graves are even in the mountains because in the past they used to bury their family members in the mountains because mountains are sacred here. And they also put this very big table with a lot of different types of food and some are like rice cakes and they're very important during this time. And they also offer like fruits so there is like this asian pear that is very expensive they buy the very expensive ones for this um celebration and they cut the top and they put them for their ancestors as well and they have order of people who should eat first like elderly people should start eating and then other people can begin and they have to do the bowing for their for the older ones in the family grandmother and grandfather so i just thought it's like it's really interesting how it all falls together. It's celebrated in a very different way. It definitely has more. Like higher. in Japan. Sorry. In Japan, this week as well, next week, they have two holidays. One on Monday for respect of age of, um, for the elderly, you know, respect for the elderly day. And then on Thursday is the equinox. And it's also a holiday. So it's not the same as Chisok, of course, but... It's also interesting how in Japan, it's the same week. It's about that they respect the elderly and they celebrate autumn. So, yeah. So I think it's just really interesting how those things happen because I saw some researches done on Chuseok. They show that it actually has like an ancient shamanistic background 
it's not like Buddhist or anything like this. It's something older. And they used to celebrate the harvest moon in the past. And then it changed, of course, and included the ancestors and all those things. Um, but yeah, but you used to be offered all those harvesting. They used to be offered to deities and ancestors together in the past. So it's kind and of a worship uh, ritual. Yeah, even weekends sometimes, some weekends, they visit graves during this time as well to celebrate people who passed away or the spirits who are still around us. And it's quite similar, right? And they also, um, you know, make an altar with food. And then usually they leave, for example, if you have, I don't know, five, five apples, then you would leave one for a spirit or for Mother Earth or for the spirit of Mother Earth, you know. So it's quite similar, right? Um, how those different traditions, they also celebrate in a very similar way. It's all yeah. about giving an offer and also saying that you're grateful for everything that you've you've had until now. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, even ourselves, we can do those offerings, you know, like doesn't need to be an offering for an ancestor necessarily. Like if you're in a country that has known of your ancestors, it doesn't, I don't, well, it's in spirit. So it might, they might receive well, but I think you can also make an offering to Mother Earth during this time, like for the abundance she provided until nowadays. And even if you're not like a farmer, you know, it's like the abundance of in spirit as well that you achieved or all the blessings you had so far. So those offerings, they can be in various ways, but just like do something from your heart. I think that's the most important. It can be like leave a flower on the ground and say, thank you. You know, do something that, that the earth can absorb, please. <laughs> Don't place anything toxic, but <laughs> you, you get the hang of it. So yeah, we have encouraged you to uh, take this time of the equinox to, you know, reflect upon what's going on in your life and to maybe thank Mother Earth, like my sister said, um, maybe celebrate with your friends and family and take the time to take care of yourself as well. And welcome autumn, welcome this beautiful season that is around the corner, right? And even like if your friends and family don't understand, you can always tell them like why you're doing the things you're doing. And most likely if you're coming from a good space, they will respect you. And you can do like green witches do. You can cook, you know, you can bake your apple pies and pumpkin pies. Everyone's going to be happy about it, I'm pretty sure. And you set your intention and you put your little magic in the recipe and that's it. You know, it doesn't need to be anything fancy. It's just like a reminder, just celebrate it yourself. Magic is everywhere, right? You just have to see it and you just have to feel it. Exactly. Even the colors changing, you making a beautiful recipe to share with your loved ones and putting all your love into that. That's magic, I think, in my opinion. You know, being grateful for your ancestors, being grateful for Mother Earth, that's a magical thing as well. Sometimes we cannot notice on the 3D, but surely there is something going on when you feel this gratitude, when you, you know, offer something. It's always present. This energy, it really changes. 
one little thing that I saw, a way to celebrate this, that is nice, I think, it's doing a picnic in the sunset because it incorporates everything and it's really fun because yeah. you have your community because probably you're going to invite some friends or family. You're going to have food and you can bring that food with like apple pie and those things that also remind you of the fall season. And it's in the sunset. So it's the moment where the sky is equally night and day, like the equinox, you know. So I think that's a nice exercise. And so, yeah, just enjoy this beautiful time of the year. So and happy Mambon. <laughs> yes, happy equinox for everyone. And let us know how you how you enjoy this time. What you what will you do with your friends, family, or by yourself? Let us know. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you liked, please leave us a like, comment down below, and share with your friends. And hope to see you in the next episode. Or also, if you're listening us on the podcast, please leave us a review. It really helps. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you next week. Bye.